Federally legalizing cannabis must involve descheduling it as a controlled substance. But what does that mean? How does it work? We've got that coming up. So get ready because this is the M News Now. About a month ago, President Biden ordered a review of cannabis's classification as a Schedule I drug because he said it makes no sense. The last time cannabis was reviewed for its status on the Controlled Substances Act, the review took 22 years. But this time, President Biden ordered this to be done, quote, expeditiously. Many experts believe that the president's intention is to get that review completed before his term ends in 2024. But how does descheduling work? Well, it's all laid out in United States Code under Section 811 of Title 21. The first step begins with the Food and Drug Administration. They will need to conduct a scientific evaluation of cannabis. And in that, they'll look at eight different aspects of the drug. Those are potential for abuse, scientific evidence of its pharmacological effect, current scientific knowledge, history and current pattern of abuse, the scope, duration, and significance of abuse, what, if any, risk there is to public health, its psychological or physiological dependence liability, and whether the substance is an immediate precursor of a controlled substance, otherwise known as a gateway drug. When the FDA completes that evaluation, they'll send their full report to the Secretary of Health and Human Services, who will then review it and give his official recommendation to the Drug Enforcement Administration. The Health and Human Services Secretary holds a tremendous amount of power in this decision-making process. His decision is binding over the DEA and over the Attorney General. Ultimately, though, as head of the Department of Justice, the Attorney General is the one who will officially announce the final scheduling decision. When President Biden first made his announcement about reviewing the cannabis status as a Schedule I drug, the key players involved in that process confirmed their support. The Department of Justice sent out a press release within hours after the announcement, confirming that they would work expeditiously to review pardons and work with Health and Human Services to review the scheduling status. The Health and Human Services Secretary, Xavier Becerra, tweeted that he was looking forward to working with the Attorney General on this. And whether it was planned or an amazing coincidence, he sent his tweet out at 4.20 p.m. that day. Becerra's been a very strong and vocal advocate for cannabis reform. In Congress, Becerra repeatedly voted in favor of cannabis initiatives. And when working as California's attorney general, Becerra helped administer the state's medical marijuana program and strongly criticized its Schedule I status. He told the Los Angeles Times in 2017 that the federal government has to catch up and get into the 21st century. Another key player in the descheduling process would be the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, who has also been very supportive of cannabis. In his 2021 confirmation hearings, Garland criticized federal marijuana law enforcement, saying it is a very ineffective use of resources, as well as racially discriminatory in effect. In the past, the federal government has reviewed cannabis' Schedule I status several times, and each time they've concluded that it's dangerous and has no accepted medical use. But those reviews all took place before 2016, and since then there have been major medical cannabis developments. The country's leading academic body for scientific research, the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine, concluded in 2017 that there is substantial evidence that cannabis is an effective treatment for chronic pain in adults. Additionally, one survey found that nearly half of all oncologists reported that they do recommend it to their cancer patients. And perhaps most importantly, in 2018, the FDA approved a pharmaceutical cannabinoid derivative from cannabis to treat rare forms of epilepsy. 
the drug showed benefits in randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled clinical trials, which effectively proved that it does have medical value. Time will tell what the final descheduling verdict is, but with the president himself saying that cannabis's classification as a Schedule I drug makes no sense, along with the support from Xavier Becerra and Merrick Garland, there is legitimate hope that cannabis will be removed from its erroneous placement as a Schedule I drug. And ultimately, cannabis advocates hope that it will not only be removed as a Schedule I drug, but actually removed completely from the list of controlled substances altogether. The reason being is that rescheduling cannabis to Schedule II or Schedule III would give oversight control to the FDA, as well as the DEA, and this could cause problems in states where regulatory systems have already been in place. For example, doctors in states with existing medical marijuana programs are currently permitted to recommend, rather than prescribe, marijuana for certain medical conditions. And rescheduling marijuana as Schedule II or Schedule III drug would mean that it must be prescribed and it would be subject to FDA regulation, and therefore doctors would have to follow the same regulations that apply to other drugs in their state. A professor at Ohio State University's Moritz College of Law, Douglas Berman, said, Big Pharma might be the big exciting player here because they have the most to gain if we were to reschedule. Even lowering cannabis all the way down to a Schedule Five drug on the list of controlled substances would still mean some low-level regulation, as it would then be on par with cough syrup that has codeine in it. Rescheduling to any other tier means that recreational adult use would still be federally illegal. The only way for that not to be illegal is to have cannabis completely removed from the Controlled Substances Act, and experts think that that's unlikely. One more thing to consider is that even if cannabis were to be completely descheduled, Congress would still likely intervene to impose some control. Plus, states could still place their own restrictions on the plant. Later. <laughs> 